everyone, my name is Doug Krause. I'm your host of the Mortgage Minute. Be sure and check out my upcoming show about inflation, its effects on housing and mortgage rates. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about inflation, its effects on housing and mortgages. As many of you have probably seen, I mean, unless you've been under a rock, inflation in the last year has been about 8 to 9% according to government studies. It's even worse in certain segments. Groceries, for instance, I think I saw something saying they were up about 20% from a year ago. Cars are crazy. They're 20 to 30% higher than what they used to be. And used cars, you know, are bringing more than MSRP. And new cars are bringing 5, 10, even sometimes 15 plus thousand dollars over sticker, where two, three years ago, I was buying cars for 15 and 20,000 under sticker. Housing and mortgages are no different. Housing, and I've seen on the low side in 2021, house prices appreciating 10%. And I've seen crazy numbers, certain markets such as Austin, that some house prices have appreciated 40% in one year. Just not sustainable. I mean, it's just not. It's going to price everybody out of the market. Interest rates from gosh, probably two and a half months ago are up nearly 50%. I know there's a lot of gloom and doom naysayers out there that think interest rates are headed to seven plus percent by the end of 2022. I'm not in that camp. I personally think we've seen a lot of what's going to happen here in the last three months. My hope, and when I say hope, that the general public for guessing where interest rates are headed is a 50-50 flip of the coin. You could probably consider me like the expert weatherman. I'm probably going to be right 60% of the time. So when I say my hope, that's the 60%. I see interest rates as a best guess from where we're at today at the end of the year, somewhere between, I mean, I could see us even going down a little bit, a quarter point, more likely up a half to three quarters on the very high end. I just don't think the market can support rates moving as much as they have this fast and continue at that pace. It's fine for the upper end buyers. Of course, they're always going to be able to afford their cash buyers or even high income earners can still afford to buy. They may just be able to afford a little less, but they can certainly afford to still buy. The problem is if you take out the first time home buyer and higher interest rates will absolutely do that, then the move-up buyer has nobody to sell their house to. So if the first-time buyer gets eliminated, then the move-up buyer has nowhere to get the funds to use as a down payment for their next home. We're kind of in what I consider a perfect storm right now with house prices of what's driving this. And it's probably a little different than what some people expect. I think interest rates being as low as they have been obviously drove house prices up because it made housing more affordable. But a couple other factors are the group my kids age, you know, like 29 to 32 year olds, 10 years ago when they got out of college, their outlook didn't look that great. So a lot of them chose not to buy or couldn't buy. And they've all come to the table now, along with a lot of the baby boomers, kids, even younger, are all ready to buy as well. That's a bigger influx of people than normal. On top of, if you look historically, building trends for a decade at a time for the last 40 years, the U.S. was building 
three times as many houses we're building right now. And the reason for that is during the, let's say 2008 through 2012 housing crisis, as the market imploded, there was a lot of builders that went bankrupt. And when that happened, they didn't come back to the market and new people didn't get into the field. So there's so many fewer houses being built at the same time as what I was previously saying, all these extra people wanting to buy, it causes a major supply and demand. And then an added problem that throws a monkey wrench into the equation is cash investors and foreign buyers that are coming in and looking at the U.S. housing market to say 20% a year appreciation. If that keeps up, I can come in and buy houses, even if I put 20% down and then the house appreciates 20% next year, they just made a hundred percent return on their money. So investors are also coming to the table and that's even another group of buyers that you didn't used to see as many of. So between the three, it's just a problem that I unfortunately don't see working itself out anytime soon. In fact, I think we're six to eight years before we work through the glut of excess buyers and supply catching up. And that may even require intervention of offering incentives to builders to get people back to building first-time homes because that's where the real shortage lies is there's just nothing out there for that first-time buyer something that 10 years ago cost 180,000 in many markets now cost 450 even 500,000 dollars wages did not keep up so i don't know where we're headed from here i mean i hope that mortgage rates settle out And I hope that they hit a sweet spot where mortgage rates land at such a level that it doesn't put a damper on housing market, but at the same time slows the appreciation rate because that's just not sustainable. I don't care who you are, unless you're just uber wealthy and just don't even need a mortgage, then 20% appreciation is going to price even doctors out of the market in certain areas in another few years. I mean, I'm doing several loans in California right now, and it's just mind-boggling to see the Bay Area or San Diego, even Seattle markets, what people have to pay to get a, what I call an average house. I mean, 18, 1900 square foot, three bedroom, two and a half bath house, I'm seeing in the sometimes two plus million dollar range in those markets. Anyway, just wanted to give you a quick overview of my thoughts on inflation and housing market and some of the causes of it. So it really isn't just one thing and it's no perfect answer here, but hopefully rates find a ceiling to where we can get people comfortable with the new normal. And I think that's going to be high fives and sixes in a year. And, you know, historically, that's still not a terrible rate compared to what people saw the last decade, sure, but ask your parents what rates were in the 80s or even 90. When I started in the mortgage business in 1999, rates were 8%. And around 9-11, rates would move sometimes three quarters of a percent in one day. So we've had it really good for a long time. And I hope to finish my career that things settle out and people aren't making bids on 50, 60 houses before they can finally get one. And I hate seeing a market where people are having to buy houses sight unseen, wave contingencies. That's just not a good feeling either. 
anyway, thanks for listening. I'm going to cut it short since it's the mortgage minute, not the mortgage hour. So if you guys have topics you would like to hear about, shoot me an email at doug.kraus at bmo.com. Love to talk about different things, mortgage and housing related that you guys would like to hear about.